0: Welcome POP members, this is Scott Bennett, your host with uh, Principles Over People, and it is a wonderful Friday morning, a little uh, uh, drizzly outside for us where we are uh, here in Utah, but again, welcome and we appreciate you uh, taking the time to be with us. I have today a very special guest, uh, an individual that I know very well who happens to live with me, and his name is Tyson Davis. And Tyson has somewhat of a unique story, Uh, unique in a sense, but we also know that Others can relate to it. Uh, Tyson has lived with us for about six and a half years. And my wife biologically is his aunt. And uh, his story is that uh, he came to live with us. His father uh, passed away of a drug overdose. His mom struggled with addiction. So immediately after his father passed away, his mom checked herself into rehab, went through rehab once. Now that was not uh, entirely successful and so she went through again through another facility and uh, she does phenomenally well today uh, one of the things that I really enjoy about Tyson's story is his mother uh, gave his aunt or my wife uh, legal custody of Tyson and because she said to uh, my wife hey, if I relapse I cannot put my son back in this position again and so Tyson why don't you tell us a little bit about your upbringing your home life and a little bit about what you remember, maybe what sticks out for you. Well, I
1: lived on a red brick house just in this busy road that had a lot of traffic and it wasn't very clean inside. Okay. It was pretty messy because we didn't really keep up on it and maintain it. I remember we had this garage and in the garage, we had my mom's old racing car. Okay. It's like this old Honda Civic and the garage was just a mess i like peeked my head in there once and then got scared of monsters (laughs) a little scary huh yeah just a little bit (laughs) okay um i had a huge car collection like toy cars okay and i think that like i kind of like blocked out all the stuff going around me with like the toys i had as a kid like with my like video games and like my just toys like My toy cars and stuff. So I'd play with those a lot. Um,
0: No, I I like that. So tell us, I I know a few years back, you and I took a trip up there. You wanted to show me around a little bit about where you grew up and where some of your friends were. And tell us a little bit about your friends because they meant a lot to you.
1: Um, Two of my best friends were Emmanuel and Adolfo. They lived across the street from me. So they were pretty close and I could get to their house easily. And I was pretty much over there every day. Like, all day. And uh, their older brother, Juan, was a goalkeeper for the Salt Lake Community College soccer team. Okay. Because we lived right next to the college. Right. And we had a lot of fun. And, like, I'd always be over there playing video games. I mean, I picked up a little bit of Spanish because they're a whole Hispanic family. Right. So I picked up some of that. And I would play soccer with his brother. And, like, that's where I found out that I liked soccer. And that's why i started playing soccer and then some of my older my other friends like uh Jaden, he lived in like this little apartment community thing called watchwood and it was like kind of beat down a little bit it just like wasn't a really like happy environment like it gave like bad vibes but my friend lived there and i'd go over to his house like occasionally but not too much his parents definitely had issues because they'd always be arguing when I'd go over, and there was always, like, empty alcohol bottles everywhere. So he had it pretty rough, but I still had fun hanging out with him. And then I have this other friend, his name was Max. And he lived like further down the street from me in a gu- cul-de-sac. And I remember one day my dad actually went over there and yelled at him because we were in front of my house and we were, we were like not the smartest little kids. And <laughs> we were throwing things into the street as cars passed by. And uh, a car's windshield broke open, <laughs> pulled over. She got out. She's like, where are your parents? <laughs> And my friend immediately dipped on his scooter, and I was like, Oh, what a friend you are. Uh-huh. So I go get my dad, and I'm like, Hey, dad. And then he, this is what we did. And yeah, and I explained, and he was a little upset. And then he was like, Where's your friend live? And then he goes to my friend's house and bangs on the door and starts getting mad at him. He's like, I can't believe you do this. Boop, mm-hmm. boop, boop. I had a few other friends that lived near my elementary school. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of a loner. When I lived there, I didn't have too many friends, but I had a few over there and they were a lot of fun. Actually, I have some good memories at school.
0: And good memories with teachers at school?
1: Yeah, good memories of teachers and kids. Okay. I remember um there was this new kid that moved in one day. His name was Jacob. He was this African American kid. He played football. He's really good at it. And you know, I wasn't too good at football. But I started playing football because I wanted to play football with him because he was a cool kid, right? Okay. And then I actually I was able to catch the ball at the end of the day. And like you can kind of like now that I'm looking back on it, you can kind of like tell like a lot about someone's life just by how they act around you. I can tell like if some of them had a rougher than others, you know?
0: So what was it like, Tyson, when you and I drove back up there a few years ago, you took me around to where your different buddies lived. We stopped and had some breakfast at one of your favorite breakfast places.
1: I don't know. It was kind of like, it kind of brought me back a little bit. It was kind of like a nostalgia because okay. it was kind of like, oh, I remember all of this. But like I'm just like bigger now uh-huh. And like in a different situation But it was still all the same you know Cause like that breakfast place was just how I remembered it When we went and ate there mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure there was like same people there too They were just eating like right. everyday average people That would go there mm-hmm. And I really like the food there Yeah I know you do <laughs> It's pretty good Yeah I know you do buddy <laughs> I mean the burritos got smaller now that I'm older But it's still good
0: I <laughs> that I love that. I, I, I want our audience to know that, uh, again, being uh, Tyson's uncle, which makes this, this uh, interview a little unique because uh, most of those who I've interviewed and, and that are even a part of Principles Over People, uh, there there's no family dynamic there. And so you interview him one time and life moves on. Tyson's a little different. Uh, I've seen him go through all the emotions and ups and downs on this roller coaster uh to our audience i I want you to understand that he's struggled at times why can't he live with his mom he dearly loves his mom his mom dearly loves him and in some respects she lives a a very complex life she's a very hard worker Uh, they they stay in touch all the time through uh, social media or different aspects of it and so I want our, our audience to understand that from a, a family perspective, I've seen a lot of growth in Tyson over the last several years. So Tyson, wh- when did you first realize that your parents were struggling with addiction with drugs?
1: Well, the first like moment in my life where like it really like struck that like there was like some issues going on is like I could tell at family gatherings people would like look at my parents differently. Yeah. And i kind of questioned that sometimes because i was like oh like what's different about my parents you know and then like i kind of put two and two together because like every time we'd go to these family gatherings we'd be at like these nice homes you know like all my family members would have these nice houses right and then like i'd realize that my house wasn't this nice you know it wasn't this clean it wasn't this like pristine like this perfect like home place but like my home was still home to me you know
0: so what what do you think? So go back to what you're saying that people, you, you noticed that people started to look at your parents differently. What do you, what do you think they were looking at? Do you, do you think they were sensing maybe the same things you were, that your parents had some issues?
1: Well, I suspected that there was, like, something different about my parents, but I didn't know exactly what it was. But, like, you could kind of tell of my parents' vibe at, like, these, like, gatherings. Because, like, all my family members, they'd be dressed like... You know, they'd be dressed proper for a gathering. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd look presentable. Right. But not all the times my parents would look presentable. Mm-hmm. You know, they okay. kind of look like they just rolled out of bed and, you know, just drove there, you know. Okay. They were kind of looking really tired. Like, they just didn't want to be there, you know. Okay.
0: And, so, and again, to give our audience a little background, Tyson's grandmother, um, uh, on his maternal side, uh, she struggled with addiction and, and eventually died from complications of overdose. Tyson has an aunt that is younger than his mom who has been in and out of prison for many years because of her challenges with addiction as well and so one of the things that uh, uh, Tyson and I have talked about the need to break that pattern in the family and so Tyson very much is on track. So Tyson what, what would you tell those your age or what would you tell parents about this whole challenge of addiction. Again, let me back up before he answers that. One of the things with Tyson that not many people know is he actually found his dad uh, dead uh, because his dad had overdosed. And if I remember right, he went to the neighbors and got help and they called 911 and, and the rest is sort of history. His dad was on life support for a few days in the hospital. And again, after his father passed away, his mom uh, checked herself in uh, to rehab but so Tyson, what what would you say to those your age what would you say to adults that are struggling
1: well to the adults that are struggling I feel like um I can't really like understand how they feel from their perspective because I'm not them obviously but I feel like like everyone like is a good person Deep down Like okay. just cause like You're addicted to these things And you do these things Doesn't mean you're a bad person okay. You've just made bad decisions And has bad consequences Okay So like There's always time To go get help Like you can go And get help And be open about it Because like If you're afraid of people Judging you Like just don't be Because like They won't care They'll be there to support you And if they love you They'll just They'll stick with you Throughout the whole journey mm-hmm. And they'll help you out And make you feel welcome because like there's plenty of people in the world that are just like you that have like these problems, and like they can be solved. You just have to go reach out for the help.
0: Okay, so you got to be honest about it. You, right? are, you have about to.
1: You have to want the help, and you have to want to change. Okay. You can't just go in there like, and like you can't go in there not fool You know what I mean? Like you can't go in there like halfway, and be like, I'm gonna go in and get this help right. Like as a temporary thing mm-hmm. to get you out of something temporary, you have to be there for like the long run. You got to be there to stick with it, you know. Right, right. Okay. And then towards like other people my age,
0: yeah, yeah. What what do you tell them, Tice, when they like you, re- they they recognize their parents are struggling with a drug addiction or addiction of some type? What would you tell them?
1: I would tell them to talk to their parents about it. To sure. be honest. Because like me personally, I wish like I was maybe like a little bit more matured and like could have like confronted them about it before something like that happened, you know, because then I maybe could have fixed it, you know, because like maybe they would have been like, oh, well, our son is like realizing that we have this stuff wrong with us. Maybe we should listen to our son, you Mm -hmm. know. So like I'd say like confront your family about it and just be straight up with them. Like don't hold anything back. Because they're doing you a disservice by letting you grow up in that environment, okay, and they probably know that they are. they just like they don't have the courage or the will to like change and
0: And so what would you tell them if the parents said, "No, we we're not struggling, and the parents are denying and and what would you tell this young man or young woman who says, "Well, Tyson, I feel like I have no hope." What would you say to them at that point?
1: honestly I would fight them with facts I'd pull like stuff out I'd be like, well look there's this, there's this you treat me like this mm-hmm. look at how our house looks mm-hmm. look at how like everything looks you know and I just fight them with facts to be honest and if they're still not listening like I'd like reach out to someone like either someone else in your family yeah they could maybe have a bigger effect on them like maybe their parents you know mm-hmm. or like if it gets to the point, like I just reach out to like help Kay. in general
0: okay would you would you express love to your parents
1: yeah 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 why would
0: you express love
1: because you they need to know that you care for them still because during all of that like when all that goes down they could be thinking oh i made this huge mistake my kid hates me now he's never gonna love me she's never gonna love me ever again you know but like you just gotta make it known that you still love them Mm -hmm. and like that you're there for them throughout all of it you know
0: again i want our audience to know i look at tyson's mom who i I know very well and in my opinion there's no greater force on earth than the power of love and i look at the changes she has made in her life and she does so phenomenally well today and it is simply uh, because she loves her son meaning her son tyson and and uh, it's been a remarkable journey for Tyson, and it's been a remarkable journey for her. And so, again, I want our audience to know that. Tyson, anything else?
1: Um, if you're a teenager that's struggling with addiction, not, yeah. like, surrounded by, like, addiction in your home, if you're struggling with it, honestly, I think you just need to come out now while you can because your family's not going to diss on you. They're not going to hate you. They're going to, like, be there and help you. It's not like they're going to like think you're immediately this horrible sinner that's like committed x and x and x crimes, right? right. Like they're going to be there for you and they're going to want the best for you and they're just going to want the help for you. Okay. So just come out because like it's better than hiding cuz if you keep hiding it and keep doing it, that addiction's going to grow and then eventually you're going to end up dead.
0: Right. Yeah, you you have that potential, right? Or you have the potential to Go through the revolving door of jail or, or prison, exactly. And uh, as you've watched uh, one of your aunts do, and uh, which has been a, a very hard journey. So, uh, one of the things we've done as a family, we really have tried to incorporate uh, principles. Uh, we've tried to discuss those principles, um, and so one of the principles that I think Tyson is very good at is he understands what it means t- to work hard. He's not afraid to work hard. Uh, Tyson, why don't you talk a little bit about that? You have this upbringing in soccer. Um, You know, you you work uh, almost full-time close to it, right? Why don't you talk about this principle of hard work?
1: So with soccer, um, it was a really competitive team. At first, I started off at like a little rec team, you know, and I was just doing it for fun because I liked soccer. But then I actually got pretty good at soccer, and then I ended up joining this travel team. And on that travel team it was like if you quit, like for like any period of time you'd fall behind because people would progress so fast. So you had to like always be working hard at every practice and even outside of practice. And um I remember like I would get my ankle injured all the time, but I couldn't like really take the full time off to heal it. Yep. So like I was just playing on a hurt ankle pretty much. And like it's still jacked up. (laughs) It is.
0: It is. That's
1: true. It's still best stuff, and it probably always will be. But you really have to work hard in order to maintain your spot on the team, especially because like the coaches were really like strict and hard nailing about like what they want and what they wanted on the team.
0: And the coaches are international coaches, correct?
1: Yeah. Um. One of them actually played with Zinedine Zidane, and like in his youth, and I thought that was pretty cool. So like. The coaches have like a lot of experience and stuff so they were pretty cool and then as far as like everyday life goes with hard work like during work and school and everything at work like i always got to be working hard because like i don't know if my manager's around the corner <laughs> right right <laughs> and, yeah you know it's just like a it puts off a good like vibe from you at work if you're like that hard worker you know mm-hmm. Like no one wants to be around that lazy guy at work that doesn't do anything that always gets in okay. trouble. But if like you're the dude that gets his work done, gets his work done early, and gets more work more work done, then like people can see that about you, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I should hang out with this kid."
0: Okay, okay, and- I like that, and that's that's very accurate. Now I want again, I want our audience to know that in home life, Tyson can be pretty normal. Sometimes I've got to tell him. <laughs> two three four times to clean up his room right but other than that he's he's pretty darn good what else anything any any other thoughts about hard work that principle of work
1: um i think it's just like a really good thing to like input into your life if you like don't already have it okay and like even if you do have hard work in your life like you can always get better at it right because like me i work hard but like i can still get better at working hard Cause like you can, you can always be doing more, but it's like a really good thing because it builds your character and like, it shapes you as a person. It like shapes your actions. Cause like, if you think about it, if you're this lazy kid, this lazy dude, right? He sits around all day eating potato chips on a couch, watching (laughs) the TV, you know, which like, it's okay to occasionally have one of those days to yourself, you know? But like, if that becomes something you do every day, then it becomes a problem in your life. Mm-hmm. Because then those lazy actions Affect all your other actions And it okay. makes them all lazy okay. So if you work hard Then like Everything you're going to be doing Is active Productive If you take like a kid Who grew up like Not very strict home You know Not very many rules right And so he could go to Sort of like chill back And like Didn't have to really worry about much And his parents would take care of him Okay When it's time for him to move out He's not going to know How to take care of himself Okay Because he's just never had to before and then it just makes it really hard for that person you know
0: tyson that is well put i don't know how you can state that any better and and in my opinion what you're saying is just spot on 100 percent. i appreciate that let's talk a little bit about love okay especially you, you look at the dynamic with your mom you know she loves you right have you ever questioned that at times no when you have thought hey i want to go live with her why can't i live with her okay, why am I stuck with my aunt and uncle in this crazy house that I live in that's got kids of all ages and a blended family and 12 total kids and 12 grandkids. And in fairness to Tyson, Tyson's this type. He likes his peace and quiet, his alone time. And our house can get pretty chaotic for him. It's gotten better. He's got his own room now. Uh, Almost is about the size of a coat closet but it's it's, it is his own space so ty's talk a little bit about love
1: so like with my time living with you guys like i've never really questioned the love because i know that you guys love me and i know that my mom loves me right and that you guys would never do anything to like go like against me like you always you guys want the best for me right i don't know love is just like it's kind of like a thing that i've always had i feel like okay because like Some people, like, I feel like they can grow up and, like, feel unloved by their, like, family and their parents. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've always felt welcome. Like, when I first moved in with you guys, I felt welcome. You guys treated me, like, good, you know? You know, I had a place to sleep, you know? I had food in my stomach, so it was pretty good. Yeah, like, even when I lived with my mom and my dad back in my old house, I never questioned if they loved me or not because they, like, showed affection and care towards me, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it'd be a different story if they were like just off doing their own thing and just like sort of like neglected their kid. Like they went off and did their own thing, obviously, but they didn't like neglect me. They like acknowledged my existence mm-hmm. and, you know, cared for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, for our audience, and how would you separate temporary love versus a lasting or a long-term love? What, what would be the difference to, for you?
1: i think the difference is i think your family will always be a long-term love see like your mom so she'll yeah. always be a long-term it'll love. always be a long-term love okay almost because like they're stuck with you so they, <laughs> they have to do okay. with you okay but yeah but i think family's gonna be a long-term love because like like you guys build that bond of always being together constantly All right and then that like f- sort of shapes for me what love is okay and then you guys just like harness that like for the rest of your lives. Okay. And whereas like, if it's like your friends, right? Even your best friend, right? You guys love each other right now, but like something could happen. And then like you guys don't love each other anymore.
0: Okay. You you go your separate ways. Yeah, you can okay. just split. Okay. So Tyus at your age, as we talk principles, hard work, uh, love, what do you think the most challenging part of our times are for your your age? group um
1: I think being like a teenager and like okay. our generation you know and like just like going to high school and stuff it's like it's challenging if you you just gotta find the right people okay you gotta find the right people to hang out with because there's always gonna be those bad people like no matter who it is and what time period like okay in your like when you were in high school I'm sure there was bad people right but there was good people too so you just gotta like look for the good people. Because, like, at school, there's, like, a lot that goes on. Like, especially if you're, like, just going into high school or something. Like, it's, like, a lot to take in at first, you know. But you just got to, like, take it slow and just stick with the people that you know are, like, good and genuine.
0: I know you, you, you've you talked a lot about o- over the years it's important to you to be drawn to people that have positive energy, right? If that's important to you. That's one of the things you're very gifted at. You just seem to be able to uh, uh, see that in people. Do you feel like, uh, Tice, that uh, in school your integrity can be questioned a lot? Or do you sometimes feel like there is no integrity of people?
1: I think it's questioned a lot, actually. It's like people are either like, during high school, it's like a lot. There's a lot of like people that people will say, quote unquote, now these days are fake. Uh-huh They're like not genuine They're not themselves Okay And they don't act like themselves Like they will be one person at school And then when they go home They're another person Okay So it kind of just depends on Who the person is But I think most people are like that Just because like Maybe they don't feel like They're liked or welcomed at okay. school So they feel like they have to be this fake person Okay To like be treated the same at school To when, be
0: fit To fit in To have friends Exactly and uh, almost a, a dual life, right, a double life, okay? Yeah. Okay. Ty, so what, so in closing, what, what do you wanna to say to our audience? What, what do you wanna to say to those that might be your age, a little younger, those that are older? What, what do you want our audience to know?
1: I think just like stick with it and like know your morals. Okay. And if you know that they're right, and somebody else says they're wrong. Don't listen to them. Just stick to what you know is right, and keep doing what you know is right. Okay. Because it'll eventually, you'll get it'll be reciprocated. Okay, I like, like that. Like you'll get back what you've given. You know.
0: Okay. Well, I like I like that. So, to our audience, you know, I wanna I wanna take this time first of all to thank Tyson, and uh, because I appreciate him coming on, opening up and doing this podcast with me again it's a little unique because he's family and he's uh, lived with us for uh, going on seven years I believe and so I want to thank him for uh, taking the time and and again to our audience uh, you know our our thoughts are we want you to have hope every day is a new day make the best of it uh, because there are good things around the corner and there are good days ahead and thank you for being with us.